All right. Week four, let's discuss. Um, first things first, before we get into any power rankings or game picks, let's talk news, injury report, and I want to play a little bit of a game before we go anywhere. Um, let's start with the injury report. First things first, and I for, forgot to mention this when we were talking about the game itself. Um, Kansas City head coach Andy Reid goes to the hospital after the game due to some health complications. So praying for him. Hopefully everything is all right there. Um, hopefully we get more news. Have you seen any more news on Andy no, Reid? No, the only thing I heard he was released. And yeah. they, they haven't been saying much. They haven't I think said it was, anything. Just, just kept saying it was precautionary. I think, I think it was one of those he would just say, the the way I interpreted it, he just said he wasn't feeling. You know, he was having some complications. They they said he was a little bit dehydrated. He probably just you know, some nausea. You know, not dizzy, lightheaded. I mean, the man just coached his freaking NFL football game. Who yeah. knows how this guy is feeling at the end of the game? And so they they basically just let's take for precautionary reasons. Let's get him to the hospital. You know, let's not take any precautions. I could just see somebody just overzealously just trying to get him. Let's just get him checked out and let's move on and tell him to calm down. It's, I guess so. it just that, that's, I don't it, think it's it really a story here. The, yeah, it was just scary to see to hear that because I mean it happened fast. Like it, I felt like it was something more serious based off the fact that it it happened no less than five minutes of them walking off the field that he was he was gone and and he was going he was on his way to the hospital. So I uh, just, hopefully everything's all right there. Andy Reed, he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Hopefully he's able to come back this week and be just fine. I know even that night they were saying that he was already doing better. Um, but it, that's always a scary thing to hear, uh, especially when every, all the stress that comes with being a head coach, there's a lot of, a lot of health complications that can come with it. But yeah. that one was, was very unexpected. Um, it was, but they, it, Never, nothing was ever really given an indication that there was something really to really focus on. Yeah, yeah pay attention to it, but I, I, I never got worried in, in an aspect of the information, so yeah. it was, it was fine. I yeah. don't think there's nothing to take from that. Hopefully, this does not turn into something else. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> leave it at that. He's a T's and P's out to Andy Reid there. Um, Carolina though, uh, running back Christian McCaffrey. Another injury, and this is looking like it might be a, a constant thing. Uh, so hopefully that's not the case because he is a fantastic running back and we'd rather have him uh, fully healthy uh, from year to year. Uh, more the, the more good running backs we have in the league, the better. Um, I you know, hate the fact that we ha- continue to have to talk about injuries like this uh, with Unfortunately, him. They, they might have to reevaluate this guy when they come back. Where Same they, thing with Saquon. I'm gonna say, well, let me say it from this standpoint, from since being CMC. Where you know, as a running back, they're gonna have to just maybe just utilize him just as a running back. Like you might have to stop take, you know, you might have to stop receiving yards and stuff. I'm just saying that's just more risk, yeah. more hits, more you know, you're in the open field. I'm like, I get it, he's a running back, but he's running back, not a receiver. And I'm not saying that you know he couldn't do it, but the point is, if you're trying to keep this guy around for 17, 16, 17 games. You you might have to dial dial it down a bit, and this is where you know this is where you got your three receivers. You know, utilize your other weapons a little bit more, yeah. uh, or you know, this is where okay, maybe now we can put a down Arnold package in. You know, I just you you're gonna have to do something to, to protect this guy. You know, because if it's a shoulder, it's a knee. If it's not a knee, it's an ankle. It's 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 something. I mean, did we? I I still don't even have a clear dis- distinction. I know it's a leg injury. Was it a hamstring? Was oh, it this knee? is his hamstring. Is now. it hamstring? So okay. His hamstring yeah. tightened. You know, to the point of he, he can't play, so he must have. Man, I ain't gonna say. He I mean, they it. were up on them. Like uh, at the time, they're actually they were. It was a one point game, but right. uh, they they were up, and I felt like it was like to me, it felt like something where it was like it's a Thursday night game. Let's not push it. If we lose, we lose. It's Thursday night. We're mm-hmm. it's fine. Like let's just. Let's protect him. Let's make sure he can come back and, and be fine. So it seems like what I think the the general the 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 initial timeline is about three weeks. Is what that's they're what saying. they're saying. But it's really day to day to day, day to day, week to week. Right now, they they just I don't I think they're doing everything possible not to put him on IR just in case I, he's I think ready they to just come back. Would rather have him just rested. I just hey because I mean they're playing fantastic football. Regardless, no, I understand, but so. at the, but you notice that they, I'm just saying they didn't put him on IR, which I'm saying is like if he's ready to come back, you know, I think yeah. they 
hey, they don't want to have to. I get what right. you're saying. It's like if he's ready, they're gonna go with him. So yeah. it's just I think they're doing everything possible not to put him on there. But it could cha- it can change in the next. I day mean, and, so. they, and then you got a good guy like Chuba Hubbard behind him. I mean, you're not you're not hurting for running back talent. No, he looked there. okay. He, he looked, looked okay. really good to me. And, I mean, granted, I know <laughs> they were game get planning a full for CMC. Game. Yeah, yeah but it's. <laughs> Taking him, you and you sprinkle a, a Royce Freeman in there, and you got Darnold throwing the way he's been throwing and stuff. I think they can. I think they can get by. Yeah, it would be just fine. Uh, it's <laughs> right. not going to be too big of a deal. But uh, other injuries that happened: Chicago's a linebacker Khalil Mack has a, uh, a foot injury. Uh, Tampa Bay tight end Rob Gronkowski had a rib injury. Sounds like Rob Gronkowski is going to be just fine, and he's coming back this week. So nothing to really see there. Just a just a big hit. Right. Um. Indianapolis, more injuries. Quentin Nelson uh, with an ankle sprain. Quiddy Pay with a hamstring injury. Um, New England running back James White with a hip injury, and he might be done for the season from what we saw I, there. Uh, that's what they said. Yeah. But then it, it was some – I don't know. That one's a yeah. little choppy. Hey, one, I'm not saying that he is. That just that, that was the like initial it, thought. <laughs> I think it was safe to say. I think we believe he's, he's, <laughs> he's pretty done, much done right? for the Yeah, I mean, that was he nasty. comes back, what type of player is coming back? Yeah. You know, because – For a running back and a hip injury, that's I, – uh, I'd just i say know, just rest. I feel so bad for him because his, his counterpart – you know, um, Giovanni Bernard, yeah. you know, suffered his injury, but which is we determined was not list. so <laughs> was determined not as as going to be as severe as they think it is. Yeah. But my point was to say, I said all that to say, damn, James White, I'm sure you had a conversation with Tom Brady, and you were the first <laughs> yeah. choice yeah. before they called you Giovanni right. Bernard. You're I think 100% Bernard was right. right. I think <laughs> you could have been in Tampa right now. This oh, didn't have to wow. happen. Oh, so wow. it's like, yeah, I, I, th- I think he should just pack it up. <laughs> That's actually a good thought. I, I actually did not think about that. You're I right. did. As soon as it happened, I'm yeah. like, mm. you are 100 percent right about that. I bet because uh, I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a quote unquote, I'm not a uh, uh, Patriots fan. Yeah. I respect their organization. I respect the yeah. system with Tom, with Tom Brady and Belichick was able to do. I have respect. That's a winning <laughs> model. <laughs> and when you get the James Whites and the Giovanni Bernards and the and the um the the, the Edelmans and the, yeah. the, it's just you go on and Wes on. Just, just 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 Wells <laughs> Welker and the the, 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 the Danny yeah, Amadulos, Chris Hogan. <laughs> you know, come on. who is. These people would never, you know, they'd be so far on the depth charts and everywhere else, but yet they in New England and they're just prime stock. Just, yeah. you know, yeah. So he, he, James White's done. You know, yeah, I'm, that, I'm sorry. That was, it's, it's, that was nasty. It's sad seeming like he was the like the last holdover from really the yeah. Tom Brady era, which is, is, which is kind of like, I'm only saying it to say it's like, you had no business there anyway. You like what? Yeah. You, you had an out and you didn't take it. Now you're out of here. <laughs> so, um, you know, prayers and everything go out to the white James White and the White family. <laughs> but I think he's done this year. Like I said, even if he comes back, he's not. He's not gonna be back. the same guy. Exactly. He's not gonna be as as impactful as you would hope. So. Shut him down. Yeah, and I mean, hey, I guess Stevenson has an opportunity to step it up on a depth. I know. Or say Harris. This, this is a fantasy Harris, club. Become a. It's a fantasy you club. Need to Stevenson be a... people. Hey, y'all better go out there and grab them right now. You know. No, please go do that. Go 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 mess yourself up doing that because oh, I no, think they should be. You, a... What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm laying the bait out there. <laughs> like... All right. Uh, two more wide receivers go down. Two actually pretty big ones. Juju Smith Schuster with a rib injury. That's going to be significant. Pittsburgh. They need all the help they can get over there, and Juju going down. That's not going to look good. And then A.J. Brown. Hey, Juju went down? Yeah, he, well, I don't know if he's out or anything. Like that. He has a rib injury. It's, they're they're being precautionary with it. He took a big hit in that game. See, took a pass on Kansas City. Thought got, got big-headed. Drop it. You, let, let's, no, I was just – you don't see the theme here? Tennessee hey, wide receiver A.J. Brown, he yo, also yo, goes down like with the hamstring. not let me have this. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> For some – News for the week. Uh, I'm giving you news. What are you talking about? We we kind of hinted at it earlier. Quarter cornerback Richard Sherman visits with Tampa Bay uh, just this morning. So I'm sorry. We could see him possibly getting signed soon. I'm shaking my head. This should not be allowed in the league. Like you don't get to pick who you would. No. <laughs> like, we need you out in Chicago, I'm, dude. I'm just—I guess I'm looking at like, yeah, from other. I'm no, I'm saying this from Kansas City, but I'm saying this from other teams in general. Yeah. You telling me none of y'all, y'all, the other thirty-two one teams just said I pass. 
Yeah. Really? Did y'all really say pass? On I don't this think guy? He did. I think he's choosing I, them. I, I, I probably so, but at the same, come on, Richard Sherman. Really? <laughs> you 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 gonna really go to the obvious route? Like but, super but obvious. I also can see it because hey, they need to they they have a lot of injuries on on in the defensive back room right now. Uh, they need the help there. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of teams that need help at DB, but he he wants to win a championship. He knows know he, he knows the pedigree of Tom he wants Brady to, go to be that missing piece, because yeah. even in Kansas City, he's not the missing piece. He's just a piece that's needed. Yeah, it's yeah. But moving on. I'm yeah. just the, I, he, get it. I think it's going to be huge for Tampa Bay if this, this does work I'm out for like, them. Why the hell <laughs> does this keep happening for Tom Brady? Like, does this dude even know what hey, a hard, it's the same? Do we even know what a hard time is? That's what I'm saying. It's for the real, same real. issue that's happening in the NBA right now with LeBron. James and the LA Lakers. They just they got Monte Ellis literally like last week. The hell was that? How, where is this money coming from? Like it doesn't make any sense. So that that's a whole nother plug. I, I, we'll talk about oh, that probably oh, we're later. Talking about the oh again we're gonna do the wizardry of the the, the salary cap yeah. in Tampa Bay. You know like yeah. yeah you know when 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 ones become zeros and, 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 yeah it's insane. You know it's like what? Uh, but also another another wide receiver. I mean hey. Solace, Kansas City. They just signed uh, Josh Gordon. He's reinstated into the NFL. Which is interesting because taking the, the Richard Sherman thing, because I'm like, what are all we talking about? Their issues on defense. Yeah. We don't need it. I, and as much as I, I, I praised them up earlier, yeah. but my point being is that's not your number one need. And right that's now. exactly what I told you earlier. I was like, why the hell is he going there? You don't need him. You got Pringle just sitting there. I mean, Use I, him. Yeah, you got <laughs> opportunities. I get that. But see, they, they're going into a model I'm not. Not liking. This is not a Kansas City plug. It's just what I'm starting to feel in this first three to four weeks. They're trying to, they're allowing their offense to carry their defense. Mm. You know, and it's just like, that's not a win. That's just not a model for winning a title. Yeah. You can win games, but you're, at the end of the day, they're not going to, you know, since somebody's, gonna, I ain't going to say a team's going to sneak them. They're just going to play out lose in the playoffs, you know, because the, they're gonna have to address something defensively, whether that's bringing some injured players back, um, maybe somebody needs to be demoted from first team to second team. Whatever the case, they gotta do something else. Just rolling this team out week in and week out, it's not gonna get it because what's coming down. The only difference is the difference maker that's been that's evening out the defense has been the offense. Yeah, now, back to. We were talking about <laughs> Josh. I mean, this is huge for Josh Gordon. I think it's a good spot for him uh, within this offense. He's going to be able to get the, the the play that he needs. I think, especially because what I don't like about what this is, this means that they they really don't have faith in Pringle in, in him stepping up and being that next guy. Which I, spoke I don't to that. And like he only had what two targets? I think maybe three. Yeah, it um, was not enough. To, I think in my I, th- I think Miko got four and he had two. You yeah, know, that, you know, it's just something to that nature. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, he had two, and Miko Harmon had three. Three. Oh, I'm sorry, I was off one. No, no sorry, that, that, those are receptions. Uh, Pringle That's, actually got. I'm six, talking about targets. Six, yeah, six yeah. targets, and Miko Harmon had four. Okay, uh, so ten targets. Um, how many receptions between the two? One like four or five? Five. It's just, it's just so little. Yeah. But my issue, my, but my point was, it was so little. Um, 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 activity in all, in their playing what, 50, 60% of the snaps. And, like, mm-hmm. you're, they're starters. To, I mean, not Pringle isn't, but Miko Harmon is. And, yeah, yeah Harmon did get a touch. He did get he a touchdown. touchdown. Yep. But 33 yards, three carries, three catches for 33 yards. It's just the touchdown is the only saving grace, the even even reason why we even make, make a mention of him. And Pringle has taken a backdoor even to him. Because even when they're not utilizing um, Hardman, I mean, Hardman, you would think Pringle would be the next guy. I know they're still Robinson, but, Robinson is just not being used. They only using him as just as a burner, yeah. and that and and just straight just just go out and run a flat pattern. And yeah. just go. You know? and then, and, but they're doing that in tandem with Tyreek Hill doing I was that, say, and then they're not going to. And <laughs> yeah, and that's which is why is and I and now I'm finna give you your flowers, which is why Pringle should be eating right now. I I, I mean I should do be do not understand he why should be they're a, not. I mean literally should be down there number two, number three in the in in in, in it in should NFL be right receiving. now. Travis Kelsey. Brian, Byron Pringle, because if you because everybody's trying to take away Tyreek Hill, exactly, and that's fine. It, you've got these two guys here that could definitely eat here, and that's going to open up that shallow stuff for Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. So it should all of these guys should be looking a lot better stat wise. It's just I I don't like the scheme that they're running 
with the guys that they have now. Now you're adding Josh Gordon to the mix. I don't know how this is going to work. I, I really don't. I th- but, well, hey, you just got more options I like now. the idea in the aspect of – because, what? like, let's take the game that just played. It did – Come on, Mahomes. You're gonna utilize all three of your tight ends. I'm good, man. You, I don't need you throwing yeah. to tight end three and tight end two. Now, if you need the pass protection and all that, I'm understanding that to some degree. But at the same time, you've got your offensive line. What is all you have one of the blocks? best offensive line in the, yeah, in, the what, in the entire league. You you do not need it. You, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But these they tight should ends, never run a two tight end set. Yeah, it's just his 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 yeah, and his God his 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 selections were just off this week. Yeah, whereas. Why isn't a Hardman and a Pringle eating? But when I I say that to say now, that gives at least Josh Gordon gives a presence just for him being on the field. If he make, you know, of course he pass, you can pass physical, make the yeah. practice team, and then they're ready to call him up. He's immediately wide receiver three. You yeah. know, I mean, I know that on a depth chart that might mean four, but Miko Hardman is still sus- 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 suspect as the number three right now because they don't technically have a number three. It's just, it's them two and we just sprinkle a combination of other people in the midst of our, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like that, that scheme at yeah. all. You have too many damn weapons and namely Pringle. That, the guy should be having a breakout year right now. And Honestly. Yeah, I, I, it, it could be Pringle's fault. It could be the scheme's fault. I think it's the scheme because from what I saw Pringle last year was, hey, this dude is about to have one of the biggest seasons in NFL history. But it's just not happening. So, yeah, the, there, there's some stuff to work out with Kansas City. and But good Josh Gordon's back in the league. Hopefully he can stay clean and, and, and hopefully uh, we can see him for the rest of this season and hopefully seasons to come because he's still young uh, and he still has a lot to give the game, I think. Um, but yeah, um, but I, I, I mean, now taking away from the defensive side of the ball, I, I like to pick up. I'm good. You, you know, I mean, I was like, anytime they can bring anything to add to this offense and granted Galladay and, and Juju passed, I'll take it. Because my <laughs> yeah. point was I wasn't fully sold on Demarcus Robinson. I was happy they resigned him. Yeah. And I was happy that they'll He's they'll good be, for depth. It's and just yeah, you and need we had another Pringle guy. On, yeah. I mean, quiet is kept. He's the second fastest on the team next to Hill. He, yeah. He's next. But yet, the way they utilize him is just, I don't like the way they use him. So it's fine. It's keeping him at four. But I mean, like at the point of he's playing like a four, but he has talent like a two. You know, and that's, I just, I don't like the way Andy Reid has used him. With that being said, which is what I'm endorsing, oh, please bring Josh Gordon because. We need a number three. Yeah. Just they have not fulfilled that Sammy Watkins role, which it, me even saying that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> you know. But that's how bad it is. It's they're too top heavy in their pass game. Moving on, I said probably way too much more. <laughs> Let's talk about these degener- degenerates here uh, for the betting community here. Underdogs against the spread. I've talked about this three straight weeks now. Um, Twenty nine and nineteen. Sixty percent. Of the time, underdogs are winning the games in the NFL right now. That is an insane, insane feat. On top of that, I want to talk about some of these uh, specific teams against the spread. Denver, 3-0 against the spread. Dallas, 3-0 against the spread. Carolina, 3-0 against the spread. Got four teams 0-3 against the spread, and I want you to guess who the last team is. Washington football team, 0-3. Jacksonville, 0-3. New York Jets, 0-3. Who do you think... Within that, the last 0-3 team against the spread is. That's that that has beat the spread. No, that has lost to the spread. They might have won the game, but they did they didn't cover. You said last 0-3 team though. No, they're not last 0-3 team against the spread. So they any time the spread is plus two and a half, plus three and a half, they have lost against the spread each time. I think uh-huh. the only team in this that, yeah. All of, two of the teams have wins. Now, now tell me the two that you got. There's three teams that I that I gave you. Washington football team is 0-3 against the spread. Jacksonville is 0-3 against the spread. And the Jets are 0-3 against the spread. There's only one other team in the NFL that is 0-3 against the spread. All right. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, I'm not going to take the usual. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say Detroit, but I'm not, I'm not going to say Detroit. I'm going to say the Giants. No. Kansas City is 0-3 against the spread this year. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't be more off. Yeah, it's insane that they are in a really weird company here. You would think that they would be up there with the Denver's, Dallas's, and Carolinas right now, but no, they 
they're holding the last they are those are the last four teams that have not beat the spread yet this season so just a little tidbit for you degenerates out there uh stop betting on those four teams start betting on the denver <laughs> dallas and carolinas because those guys are going to be their, your money makers wow. moving forward um and underdogs all the way 60 percent of the time you will win uh, on an underdog bet there um that's some good numbers there actually yeah that's a good odds uh but last kind of news tidbit before i want to play a little bit of a uh over or underrated game with you here um big big week for kickers not all of it is positive most of it is though let's get with the well, let's get the story bites yeah. go ahead <laughs> let's let's get uh, i'll let you go, go give those in in a second here Let's get the negative one out of the way. Uh, Matt Prater missed a, a, a record-setting kick 68-yard field goal uh, that got returned by Jamal Agnew, 109 yards for a touchdown. We all saw the play. We all heard the call uh, by, by uh, Gus there. And it, it was a fantastic call. Great for Jacksonville. Still lost the game. But Matt Prater attempted a 68-yard field goal, which is would have been the longest in NFL history. Almost hit it, honestly. Yeah. Um, what was the, the mindset behind that again? Like, what was the thought process as it to was why the, they even went for it? It was the end of the half. You got Matt Prater, who actually, before this, held the, the NFL record, and he wanted to just reset it. And I, I was perfectly fine with the call. It was just a matter of, okay, you got to make sure that you cover as well, though. And they right. didn't. And so that's that's where the, the issue came. Murphy's Law happened. Yeah. <laughs> so got it. Okay. So, I wanted to make sure because I was like, at the same time, why are they even kicking anyway? Yeah, you know? That was that. But we actually had a game-winning NFL record set by the greatest kicker of all time right now. Of all time? Justin Tucker. 66 yard field. He's so, the most so, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The most accurate field accuracy goal kick. or length is my question. He's been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> so you so okay, so he's he's you said I will say he's greater than Vinatieri. He's but no. He's greater than His bust is right there with with Vinatieri. Okay. The, he's go, he's a Hall of Famer. All you, I'm you saying can't say that. I'm only saying it to say this. Yeah, he broke the record, but apart from that record, that say to say that he didn't kick that. Now you throw him and you throw the name like a Guskowski up until a couple years ago. I'm like, I still think he should be a Hall of Famer, but good trash. Where is he now? He's yeah. sitting on somebody's couch. All of a sudden, <laughs> he can't kick. All of a sudden, he, he just can't, just can't kick. kick. Yeah, you know, Greg Zerline. No, looked but, like he was that guy still in the league. I will say this decent. though, because as long as Stephen Guskowski was doing it, when you thought Stephen Guskowski was the best in the league. Justin Tucker was always right there. It was it was kind I of the understand. same. It was the same stuff that was happening with um, completely understand that with Le'Veon Bell at the time. I understand it, and, and that's all I was getting at. Was just okay. I mean, you you said greatest of all time. That's yeah, all I, I was know. Like, uh, but I mean, this this gives him the this he's gives the greatest him the one right. in the league. I mean, he's I definitely have, greatest absolutely. in the league right now. And and uh, I would say even this era because yeah. The, the Zerlines and the Guskowskis did not last, you no. know. So you know, I mean, granted, Zerline is still kicking, but we don't look at him as number. Zerline's not kicking two. a sixty-six yard field goal right now at right. all. And I'm saying now the record <laughs> has put him far above Guskowski yeah. at this. point. I think which, he's right there. If he can continue to do things like this, if he can stay this accurate for another five years, I think with this record, he that might put him over the top of Vinatieri. I mean, Vinatieri did it for what twenty, twenty four years. He has the longevity. Yeah. That's the only difference. He, he, yeah, he has the LeBron thing going. Yeah, <laughs> and we got Michael. Yeah, I already know. I'm not. But Vinatieri I'm, is one. I'm of not the, giving you pushback. I was just yeah. kind of saying, like, man, when you say that, I'm like, man, we really gonna just ignore Vinatieri? I, I'm not ignoring <laughs> Vinatieri, but not in the slightest. Not even my guy. <laughs> but yet, I'm like, I, I can't. Deny what no. I've seen. This Vinny is Vinny okay. is the he is still the goat as it stands right before now. Before there was Guskowski, there was Vinatieri. You know, for five more years, if he does this for five more years, not kicking a sixty-six yard field goal every year, not obviously not that. As long as he stays ninety-one percent or better for the next five years, I'm I'm giving it to Justin Tucker, greatest of all time. That's fair. I I, I mean we can revisit that, yeah. but that's that's fair. I can't even push back on it. I mean, if it, nothing at but worse. I can't think of another person that yeah. I could put ahead of him outside of military. But I think the thing that's more insane about this record is the fact that yes, sixty six yards is a, that is a that is a that was incredible a t- distance. That was the actual yeah, record. sixty six yard sixty four was the record before his previous record. His personal best was sixty one yards. Uh, funny enough, against Detroit, same. Same game-winning fashion, nineteen to seventeen. He did it again, uh, but in, in in Ford Field. But he did it. This sixty-six yards resets the record by two yards. Funny enough, it just happened to be the same time that Matt Prater 
who used to hold the record at 64 yards tried to reset his own record 68 yards and literally two hours later uh 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 justin tucker is is actually doing it with a insane game-winning kick so that's that mason crosby on sunday night football also hit a last second field goal to win it uh hated it uh, uh daniel carlson though also overtime hits two overtime field goals to win the game can, um, can we say sneaky good kicker over in this league this year? 100. percent Oh my god! Like, is anybody paying attention to what's going on in Vegas? Do you want to know who I think is possibly the one of the sneakiest best kickers outside of Justin Tucker? He's up here. The next guy that I think this year, Chase McLaughlin from Cleveland. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, oh my god! god. I, was, I was like, everybody say Cleveland. Four for four, 57 yard long. I don't think he's he's. I think he missed one field goal all season so far. No, this dude is actually. Uh, I was going to get at you about him later. Okay. We didn't even know we were talking from from a fantasy aspect. Okay. I was actually about to mention drop his name to you. But okay. I was like, he's on my watch list. I was like, I don't need anybody right now, but my God. <laughs> yeah, Chase McLaughlin, right he here. is a sneaky good kicker right now. And, and just honorable mention to Matt Gay. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, Dude, very very solid. But I know we talk about kickers, but go ahead. Yeah. I, was just, I just want to throw that out. Because when you mentioned him, those are the two that's like, yeah. oh my God, sneaky good <laughs> pickup kickers that ain't nobody really talking about is uh, Chase McLaughlin, that guy, that guy is a real call. deal. I was like, I was shocked. I was thinking in my mind, I wonder if he's going to say Cleveland. <laughs> and you went there. I was like, you said sneaky. I'm like, oh, you, man, I could not agree 1,000%. That dude is like, he is automatic right thing now. nobody's talking about yeah. right now. You know, real. Th- I've been saying, again, Cleveland, one of the most complete teams in the NFL right now, even down to the kicker. <sighs> um, and then. Young Hoku hits a game-winning 40-yard field goal to 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 crush the hearts of all Giants fans cool again. Cool doing cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that I, just a big week for kickers. One negative kicker. What was my plug about? The, oh, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish that because I don't want to change the subject. Sorry, just ahead. one negative point is the Matt Prater miss return for. That's why. That's why the headline is big week for kickers, not greatest week for kickers of all time. And I'm gonna say, but it ain't even on the kicker. That's on the special teams. Yeah, that's teams. on the that's on the return team. You know, unless they were like, well, the kicker could have, you know, he got to he got to make the tackle too. You know, like, come <laughs> on, man, like, do do better, people, yeah. do better. No, so I just thought it was a big week, some some insane stuff. But uh, you know, you got a couple of uh, news points you want to hit at, so let's get to those. Uh, Tom Brady goes back to New England. Well, yeah, we're, we're, that's I, next I, week. Is that, is that, <laughs> that was one of them, but. Yeah. Okay, but I do have one other one. I, that's when I was a little iffy, but it was just it's yeah. a, man. You had to see it last. I mean, you've seen a Sunday night. They were talking about it ever since halftime. It just they, I was watching the game on mute, so I have no idea. The whole, oh my god, they were just selling it the whole game, the whole second half. It was just all about the next Sunday night game, and so that, that's all they kept talking about. Moving on. That's not the that, that's the story. We could we could discuss oh, that. Okay, later. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. In gotcha, the recap, gotcha. yeah. Um, New York teams are trash. Oh yeah. Oh my God! That's not, that's, I mean, uh, and I'm saying New York as New York City, not state, because Buffalo is wonderful and awesome. But oh my God! Let's change that. New Jersey teams are trash. Yeah, even, technically even they play in New Jersey. They're not even New York teams. <laughs> yeah, you already know. It's cross sports. I'm like, what the hell are y'all playing? Man? Yeah, you know, y'all own it. Y'all asking them boroughs, states, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> The, the New York, New Jersey teams are trash. Yes. They're, they're complete trash. Anybody who plays in MetLife is trash. <laughs> What the hell is Jason Garrett doing? That that's it's getting to this offensive coordinator. Um, that was a horrible game. That was a horrible game. Two of the three, look, your two home games, you have put up fourteen and thirteen points offensively at home. <laughs> so all you telling me is y'all played your best game on the road, which you just lost, and that's I can't even. I but have that, to, that's even worse though because that, it's also in division. That's what I'm saying. I have to throw that one out now because <laughs> I'm like that doesn't. It was a night game. Y'all playing like complete, absolute trash at home. Look, I, I may I say uh, they're a horrible team who's actually better on the road. You know, like it, and that's. You know what the you know what the equivalent would be? What was this? Philadelphia last year, the the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, they literally could not win a game at home. Yeah, and. and, and Problematic. I'm sorry to say, you can't be this good. Well, and I'm saying they're not even a good road team. It's just yeah, <laughs> gave up 30 points on the road. What are we talking about here? It's, the Giants is where I'm getting to. 
<clears throat> I told suck. you exactly what my stance was going to be. <laughs> I know where I'm. I'm not. I'm not going into the. We'll get to club, that in a second. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I told you what my stance was be. I'm. I'm completely out on this team now. I'm just. I agree. I. I. I tried to take the flyer. I thought they were going to get them at home. I thought Atlanta, they should have. They, that's oh, yeah. They, I, you, you just played that bad. It was just. It's simple as that. There's no way in the hell you <laughs> even as bad as you are, you still shouldn't be 0 3. It was telling me that's how bad you really are yeah. now. You are a legit trash team. I will say I was wrong about the 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 NFC East. <clears throat> Dallas, I, I'm I'm readjusting after September games. I'm readjusting my take on, on the NFC East. Dallas is winning it. Washington's gonna be in competition. Uh Philadelphia is gonna be that third third place team. Giants. Dead last. That team sucks. Remember us at the beginning? I you, told you, you that I told, is the I point you that you Philly have right. Was just, they're, just, they're not a hard, they're, they're a hard out, period. Yeah. And the Giants is just, I, yeah, I have given them their, for these games that they've been playing, you can, if you can't win the first, none of these first three, I don't expect y'all to win really anything at this point. Like, so that's what I mean. I'm just out yeah. on y'all at this point. I don't care. This was their you get right. Three this was their though. get right game. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't get right at all. Yeah, because you because you 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 really played competitive football on a on a short week on the road, almost stole that game on the road, and then you're like, okay, we're at home. Let's go. And you're playing even a lesser team than Washington, and or well, so we thought. We'll get to Washington in a second. Right. Um, <laughs> but still, at the end of the day. You you have a, a a very suspect Atlanta team that has a horrible defense, and you only are able to score fourteen points at home. That, yeah. Come on, you got to be better than that. And and I agree. And hey, Jets too. Jets. Oh. I don't know what the hell is going on with I you guys. I didn't have any commentary for them. That. What else is it to be the Jets? Oh, the I'm worst. Sorry, team I said Denver has a worst sneaky good defense, the but they don't have a good enough defense to shut you out. That was. Chicago's performance, the Jets' performance is right behind that. That was the like least passionate, disheartening. When I you gave up, yes. <laughs> when 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 we do our little soliloquies like we're doing, and if I don't have a quick reference to go to Detroit or Atlanta, we're in trouble. Because <laughs> and you know, I have you're not right, used right. either one, and I don't, I don't have one this week at all because they're not the worst. They're they're not the worst this this week. They're not at the bottom of the other barrel in in the in the goop and scum of the barrel and just sitting there. No, as you just so eloquently put, Chicago, the Jets, welcome, welcome to the the, the gutter here. L- literally, proverbially speaking, yeah. Because y'all have to have the worst outputs of the week. I mean, hell. Wait, when the last time we even discussed Houston in a negative aspect? I know. The, yeah, it's, it's the, New York teams are trash. That's all I have to say. And the, the Giants miss me for the rest of the year. <laughs> Jets doing what Jets do. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I hope y'all are satisfied. I have to say this now to the Jets fans in the Jets organization. I hope y'all are really satisfied with that pick, Zach Wilson, because, you know, you didn't give yourself even the best opportunity amongst the draft class, and I'm just throwing it out there. And I'm going to take that in the light of a horrible Justin Fields being thrusted out there output. Yeah. I, You all cannot feel... You cannot tell me y'all feel safe and comfortable with your your decision right now. You cannot. There's no Especially way you Especially seeing can... what Sam Donald is doing in Carolina right now. Oh. <laughs> I... I you know what? Excellent point. That's right. uh, that's my you 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 y'all can't live this down. And it's the Jets doing what the Jets do. You know, just oh my god, just I'm I don't even know if I feel sorry for Zach Wilson because I really don't. It's just kind of like y'all went so hard and so yeah. in on this guy, and and y'all and y'all, y'all, y'all basically so finna, he came out of BYU. Yeah, and y'all, I'm so sorry. Y'all gonna kill this dude's career before he even gets started because you, you know you thrusted this guy out there, you know. um, prematurely because and i'm saying prematurely from the standpoint of yeah you could sit there and say we're playing with house money we're going to start over but y'all the freaking jets y'all was already starting over anyway you may want to ease this guy into yeah. to this horrible situation because y'all look at the track record You're i right. can't remember them being relevant since freaking um sanchez and that's you remember the highs and lows? I'm talking about when they was when they were on the high. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about the suspect part of it toward the end. And I'm the like butt fumble. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot of years. So we talking about 
let's go back to the mid his mid career of Sanchez is when they were decent. Two thousand ten, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is a, we talking almost a decade ago, like I, over a decade. The way, ago. the way that's what I'm saying. I barely can remember it. There's so much football has been played since that has been a thing, and yeah. now they yeah, they are complete trash. I mean, just the Jets. I yeah, they're they're their last in in the league right now. It just they're they're poor, too poorly ran franchises that just so just seemingly just happen to be on the same island together you know which is kind of interesting so it's just yeah it, it was it was a topic of interest to me because i was just like it was so glaring at the bottom of just just yeah. the ranking like these two teams are horrible and yeah and for the for the giants miss me don't no emails no phone calls <laughs> no texts i'm not taking i'm ghosting you for the rest of the year i'm down every pick going forward <laughs> Will be whoever the opposing team. Give me right. that team. I will so. put that in so I don't even have to waste my typing I, I, later. I told on. you. I told you last. <laughs> I, I told you. I, 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 I just had. A, my, I, I had to hear it from your voice on this podcast that we were gonna do. It, I so, mean, okay. I, and I, I cross, <laughs> I cross elements of shows to even to say it. I'm like, so hold me accountable on this side because we get back to it. I'm not gonna double down. Be like, well, I kind of like them. Nah, I'm gonna take a flyer. No. You know, oh, they're going against Houston. Give me Houston, and I mean, and you, you can give give New York the points too. I'll still take Houston. <laughs> I don't. They're horrible they right. can't score anything at home especially if they're at home they're, they're, i'm sorry jason garrett <laughs> i don't know what's going on with you i don't know if it's the franchise but whatever the case it don't work it's and, a bad indictment on joe judge i think but let's play a little game of yeah. over underrated here um <laughs> okay. let's start with we're going to talk about the teams there's a couple of players that i have in here not not too many it's going to be a short little game here but um we have five undefeated teams left in the NFL. Okay. One of them, I think, is a complete fraud. Uh, and I think I hinted at it earlier, but I, I won't I won't show my cards just yet. Um, <laughs> let's start with Vegas, okay. the Raiders. They're 3-0. and The team itself, over-underrated. Or properly rated, wherever you want to put it. It's, it's, we, we can make up the rules as we go. <laughs> I would say properly rated, but I'm but for the sake of this, in their case, I think they're underrated. Okay. Uh, and Derek Carr himself, he's sixty four point seven uh per- completion percentage right now, twelve hundred yards, most in the NFL right now, uh, twelve hundred and three to be exact, six touchdowns and two interceptions through three games. Uh, MVP candidate. I, I think he's the real deal for 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 this for the first three weeks. He's his name should be his his name should be thrown in the hat just as amongst amongst a few others. So. Um, for now, for September, the Raiders, John Gruden. I mean, he—I don't know if he lit a fire on his ass or something. But something, something. <laughs> Finally, well, man, Carr is looking like he looking like that. He got that like kind of like that Tanny Hill thing we were talking about, which you know, that's a, another thing. But he's not playing up to this part. But yeah. I think Carr stepped into that unconventional man. Like this, this man. And I'm saying this to say from Gruden. Gruden did this with Rich Gannon back in the day. And that Rich Gannon was kind of that same guy. Like he went from just some novice you know, quarterback started in Minnesota to, I mean, the dude was an MVP candidate yeah. in, in Oakland, you know? So I'm like, that, that comes a long way. And that was even after his Kansas city days when he finally kind of came into his own. So I'm, 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 I'm kind of, I'm, I'm big on, I'm, 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 I'm completely sold on Derek Carr and what the Raiders are doing right now. Um, so I think they are underrated, not right. overrated. Let's talk Denver. They are also three and zero. Let's start with Teddy Bridgewater. He's seventy six point eight percent completion percentage, eight hundred twenty seven yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions through three three games. Teddy Bridgewater over underrated. Because it's Teddy Bridgewater is automatic, man. He's underrated. Underrated, Com- I agree, hundred percent. Probably even more so than even Derek Carr. Yeah. Let me be very clear. I think I'm gonna go even further. He could be arguably the most underrated quarterback, if not player. He has in the, the best completion completion percentage out of any starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Not surprised. <laughs> this guy's he yeah. doesn't miss throws. He, 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 man, I'm telling you, it's something that it's like a Jimmy G effect. He just knows how to win. You know, it's just, it don't look good, but they, W, you know, like, how, what's how y'all doing? What manner of wizardry are you doing to sit here and get stats like this? Is yeah. this efficient? It's just, it, it speaks to just preparedness, efficiency, 
and just getting the damn job done. You know, like, I, sorry, Jimmy G and, and Bridgewater, just those guys for me. <laughs> like, gotcha. It just, you know, hard hat, lunch bucket. Just, they just get go on there and just, just do what they got to do, you know, and it, it's not flashy, but it's efficient. You know, I'm just like, God damn. The team itself, though, Denver. <sighs> That's tricky now. You, you asking me underrated, overrated? Overrated. Their opponents are a combined zero and nine, and I get it. You play the schedule in front so of. So we're saying based on their three and zero record. All right, we. I mean, people are talking them up like this team is since they're at the top of the AFC right now. Hey, get the get miss me. And that, they have the weakest schedule right that, now. In that narrative, <laughs> yes, overrated. I'm, I'm saying as a team, I think, I think they're, they're I good. think they're rated right where they should be. Yeah. But I think in from where you're saying, yes, completely overrated. Like. <laughs> not, no, yeah, not, not the cracking Giants, the top ten in the, the league. Jacksonville and the Jets. You played the two worst teams in the league already. <laughs> Arguably speaking, three worst. You are three and zero because you should have beat three. Yeah, that's you're, the you, point. If you you're did anything exactly, less, then you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting. At. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Anything less, we're slamming this, <laughs> slandering this team. You know, because that, that's. But that's to my point. You only had one. It was only one one scenario that was going to work. You yeah. got to win. You know, period. So. Um, I think, like again, I th- like I said, I think they have been slated to be exactly who they are. But when it comes to that, you know, three and O and leading the AFC and top of the AFC West and all that, I mean, completely overrated. Please stop. You know, don't waste our time. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, technically, the I, top of the AFC West is the Raiders. They have a stronger strength of schedule, so they also, actually got the, the tiebreaker there. Or even further. When this is all said and done at the end of the year, last Denver place. will be in last place yeah. in their division. So. Agreed. Um, let's talk about Carolina. Over or underrated? <sighs> Sam Darnold is 68.2% completion percentage, 888 yards, only three touchdowns, but also only one interception on the season. Completely oh, man, underrated because they're completely overachieving based on where they were slated. so i'm saying they're underrated in that it depends on how we contextually looking at this now as them as a powerhouse top three and oh team they three and oh they were right there with everybody second place in the in in the conference first place in the division overrated in that aspect i don't i'm not putting them in the top seven right i understand where they're i I think they're in the top seven I'm saying as when you say by the end of the year, I don't think they're necessarily going to a playoff team. That's at this saying. point with the because this is my initial saying that they they it was going to take them some time to get their feet under them, especially with the new quarterback and Sam Donald and whatnot. To me, Matt Rule and this this offense and and honestly, sneakily, this defense has shown me that they're ready. And I think that they could definitely make the playoffs this year. So in that context, I'm saying that they're properly rated. Because uh, I don't they're not gonna be they're not gonna be in second place at it's the end still, of the year. That that I simply have, is I not gonna ignore, happen. You what you were saying is right, but I can't ignore strength of schedule. They didn't play anybody yet. And they won games they were supposed to win. And I mean I, I mean did. we're saying New Orleans is a nobody? I'm saying New Orleans is a suspect as as just as any as any other team. They, we mm. don't know what New Orleans is. We could sit there and say we. I think there's a pro and con to say for New Orleans. Take the other two. Come on, man. Jets and Texans miss me. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away. I'm saying I'm giving the only I'm reason why the I'm kind of giving Texans is a little bit. Yeah, and I get that. But so Saints, I think is a quality win. Agree with you on the Jets. That's BS. Whatever. Miss me. Let's move on. <laughs> when it comes down to the Texans, though. Short week, on the road, lost CMC in the game, and they came out and they continued to just pound. And that was a, honestly a fantastic game out of Sam Darnold to lead that team yes. and be as confident on the road without your your star guy sitting in the backfield with you. True. But so I, that that's all fair. That doesn't move the needle necessarily right now. Fair. But my, it doesn't move the needle until you know what. Let me see what they do at the Cowboys next week. Then. I'll factor all of that into it because right now I'm saying only in that context where they overrated. Are they, they like, they're that team now. Like, okay, we thought it was going to be like, let's say San Francisco. No, it's Carolina. No, that's <laughs> overrated. No, hell no. no. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I will say, I don't think that they are, they're not the division winners. They're not the number two team in the NFC. I'm say, I don't I, like I'm that. Still, that is overrated there. To, for them to not, when you said not top seven, that one I'm like, ooh, that I think that they sneakily I, can be. I ain't said they couldn't. I'm saying right as of right now, 
I'm watching them, but I don't think that they're right now arguably going to be at the end of the year, you know, one of the top seven teams. In I, that case, so it could be, they could change, but I'm just saying no, they're not I, looking at who they played. I'm like, okay, you won the games you should have won. Yeah. And so, but with that being said, who do you think out of these teams that possibly could catch them? Well, I mean, obviously nobody's eliminated yet, but there are some teams that honestly, you're done. Let's, let's, <laughs> Detroit, New York. Moving on. Um, those two teams are out of it. You got Seattle, Minnesota, Chicago, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Washington, and New Orleans. And then you've got your top seven that are in the playoffs. Right. Um, so which one of those teams do you think actually truly head-to-head is going to beat Carolina? I could see Minnesota being one. Ooh, Okay. Yeah, uh, Minnesota just—they're one of those borderline hard outs. That's just not a team you're just gonna roll over. Okay. Then it depends. And the Vikings are at home. You ha- you have it's to consider a tough game. that. Yeah, yeah. it just—I don't like the, what I'm saying. It's just I gotta see a little bit more before I put Carolina in that conversation just yet. Just because yeah, they because they already beat start. New Orleans to me. That's already a win but there. No, but th- Washington's a little we bit. We have a little bit of different yeah. story about. How I'm not looking at New Orleans right now. I don't know what that team. Well, is. I'm just saying as a team that isn't in the playoffs right as it stands right now. I'm looking at the standings. Right, New Orleans is that team that's on the bubble. So I'm saying starting there, they've already beat them. Washington, Washington's not looking like they they'd be able to stop this offense right now. And in <laughs> in in Carolina's defense is sneaky good. I think they'd be able to to, to shut down Taylor Heineke there. Philadelphia, they're looking a little shaky after after last night's game on Monday night. Um, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta's a fraud in just in general. That it's Atlanta, uh, Chicago. Right now, Chicago should be down there with Detroit in, in New York after that performance. Minnesota, I kind of agree with you there. They they that's probably a team that could catch them. Seattle has a lot to figure out as we've already discussed with that their offensive line. That would be my line. other team. Yeah, that, it was Minnesota and Seattle. I, it's just I, they're right there. I get it. They're three and zero, but I gotta see more. You know, it's just. But I'm saying who, when you're when, so in that case, Minnesota, Seattle, in Carolina fighting for that last spot. To me, as it stands right now, I'm taking Carolina out of the three. That for as a, as a complete team, to to win those games. If you're saying that this that there's a number seven spot, to too early no, for me. I hear you. I'm just saying too, right now. I'm saying for me, I not not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm take, giving myself the same scenario. I have to see more. I just cannot sit there and say, yeah, I can see them taking that. I really can't just yet because I'm like, I got to make sure that these three, let me start with these, just this, this three, three week sample size is really legit. But if they, let me say, they look damn good. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it's just, when I have to get to start looking at strength of schedule, I'm like, okay, I need to see just a little bit more work. Not, so I'm not taking anything, no shots at Carolina, just, I, you know, I just don't want to be that guy to just jump on them just because, oh, 3 0, let me just jump on that and great, let's run. They, they're doing great. And then when they lose, then we were backtracking trying to explain what happened here. You know, and, I mean, right. granted, I'm sure they're going to lose the game at some point, but <laughs> the you know Rams with Matthew Stafford. Rams 3 0, Matthew Stafford, 70.2% completion percentage, over 900 yards passing, 942 yards exactly, nine touchdowns and an interception. Complete. <laughs> complete fraud <laughs> oh my god the big you know, the greatest indictment ever here going on no they are legit yeah. um, again properly rated for me exactly 100 percent. i think matthew underrated. stafford is still underrated uh, still, still people are questioning him and i'm like dude dude's got nine touchdowns in three games he's insanely accurate 70 percent mm. and has 900 yards that's 300 yards on average yeah, they're that team. Uh, um, come on. The, Matthew Stafford is underrated, but the team is properly rated. Absolutely. I agree with that. And lastly, Arizona. Uh, I, I think we all believe Kyler Murray is properly rated, so I didn't even include his stats on this list. Uh, so let's just go with Arizona as a team. Are they over or underrated in the NFC West and in the NFC as a whole? I think I think from the NFC West standpoint, I think they're severely underrated. They're uh, technically leading it. So No, they got the Rams as leading. The Rams are not. I think Arizona, for I'm some right how, now. but you can go. I mean, that's fine. But I'm looking at the standings. Uh, I'm using ESPN, so ESPN says that they are Arizona. Oh no, okay, it's they Rams. they changed it. Okay, yeah. never mind. 
looking at the same thing. <laughs> Why <laughs> the hell? Oh, okay. Sorry. Never mind. I wasn't looking at number one. The Rams are number one in the conference, so gotcha. Never mind. Disregard. All right. <laughs> Arizona underrated. I, I think I think they're underrated from the division standpoint. Um, it's I funny because they got a good good little bout here coming up, and I think they're they are rated properly just in general as a whole. Um, Great team. I think they could use a little bit more press, but I think that's going to come in time, just in the next few weeks. Anyway, the, so. When we get to the second half of the season, this is going to be a team that's going to get constantly flexed from week to week. Exactly, and c- considering what just happened to the Forty ers this Green Bay, that just, come on. that just that just that op- <laughs> that's opening up space for Arizona, for Arizona um, enthusiasts to really start, you know, for them to kind of really make make some noise here and mm-hmm. actually, you know, um, stake a claim for themselves in this. But uh, yeah, I think they're properly rated. All so. right, well, let's move it along here. Nice little game of over underrated. Um, September's ending had to had to just kind of take a look back and, and look at the standings and, and see who who who's a fraud as it stands right now. As September's over, and we have I think we have got one more game left in September, but uh, that that's Thursday night. But disregard that's a that's a glorified October game. Um, so which one is the fraud? Denver. Denver's a fraud, a hundred percent. I thought I, I thought I made that clear. I don't know if you went on full record saying that, but yeah, I already no. knew where you was going. Let me <laughs> let let me clarify for every every listener here. So, Denver, out of these five teams, Vegas, Denver, Carolina, L.A., uh, Rams, and Arizona, Denver is the fraud. Ah, Fugazi. <laughs> yes, Teddy okay. Bridgewater again, underrated as a, as a quarterback and as a, as a leader. Okay. Denver as a team, overrated. You're you're not a three and zero powerhouse. You you again your team your your strength of schedule. You have played a combined zero and nine record uh, going up against you. Let's go Boise State. Let's go. Thank you.